Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello and welcome. Happy Thursday. Um, We are here on the Campus Collective podcast going through our series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians. I'm your host, Tyler Corbin, here again with Andrew O'Callaghan. Andrew, what do you have for us today? All right, so today's meditation comes from Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. I'm going to read that for you today. It says, Having been buried with him in baptism, Christ that is, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. So today's truth is that the object of our faith that saved, that gives us faith, or that, excuse me, that gives us salvation, which we talked about yesterday, the object of that faith is in the powerful working of God, specifically in his having raised Jesus from the dead, the Father having raised Jesus from the dead. Um, and so what this means for us is it, it gives us an answer foremost to the question. So a lot of people may ask, well, what does it mean to have faith in Jesus? Are we simply having uh, vague belief that there was a person named Jesus, um, that he existed, that he did a miracle, that he rose from the dead? What, what is the object of our faith which gives us spiritual rebirth? And here we have it. It is, according to Paul in this text, the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And so I would simplify that to say that the object of our faith is specifically the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, and that means a lot of things. It means foremost that he is the son of God. Uh, that was the verifying act, the, the proof of every claim he made, of the testimony he bore uh, while on earth. So when he says, um, I am the son of God, I am the son of man, as prophesied about long ago, I am the Messiah, uh, I know the Father, I came from the Father, then w- why should we believe him? Well, because he rose again. And that validified everything he said. For no one has risen again, save for those who are risen by the power of God. And so here we have Christ, the one resurrected from the dead by the power worked within him. This is what our faith is in. And so I just want to kind of ask the question for us on the podcast today. Do you believe that Jesus Christ as testified in the scriptures, rose from the grave. That's really what matters. Um, What separates Christians from non-Christians on a very, very basic level is do we accept the claim that Jesus rose from the dead physically, as as Paul specifies in uh, 1 Corinthians 15. It's a matter of utmost importance that we believe, as the scriptures say, that he rose again bodily. Um, That matters. And uh, if you reject that claim, then we have no reason to believe that anything Jesus says matters. Um, But if you accept that claim, then everything matters. Um, We can no longer ignore the commands of Scripture. We can no longer ignore the things which he bore testimony to. And we now know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the testimony of Christ is true, right? No one's been to heaven. Uh, I've never ascended to heaven. Jesus said that in John 3. No one has ascended to heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. That is Christ. And so we can't take it on our own testimony 
that the things of heaven are the way Jesus described it. We have to just believe Jesus. And why should we believe Jesus? Because he rose from the dead. Um, that's sort of uh, the meditation I was wanting to take today is that we need to ask ourselves, this is the question that matters. This is a question when you're evangelizing, uh, when you're talking to your friends who do not believe, this is the question you are calling for them to answer. Do you believe Jesus rose from the dead? Not do you want to accept Christian values? Uh, do you want to be a moral person? Uh, do you think the Bible is a, a valuable book? Or do you think that you should go to church on Sundays? Those questions are, are not nearly as relevant towards the end of salvation as is the question, do you believe Jesus rose from the dead? Yeah, and so I'm going to throw a question to you, Andrew. So, say you're talking with somebody on campus. You meet them. Mm-hmm. You're having a conversation with them, and they say, yeah, like, I, yeah, I believe that. Like, mm-hmm. I believe that that happened. Or we're just like, okay, sweet. Like, this guy, this guy's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Or like, is there, is there more after that? Is there nuance or, to that? Is there nuance to that? Or is it just, because the Bible even talks about how even the demons know like, yeah. that Jesus is who he said he was, he came, that he died, and he's alive and reigning right now. So so how would you answer that if you were talking to somebody and, and they maybe just asked that and said, is that like enough? Like, am I going, like, I guess I'm, I'm going to heaven because yeah, I yeah. believe that. Yeah, I would offer a few nuances. And so thank you for that question. That is a great question. And you brought up the first one I was actually going to bring up. So in James, uh, James is kind of getting a little sassy with his audience. He says something to the effect of like, oh, great. So you believe in Jesus. You believe Jesus is God good for you. So do the demons. Um, so what makes our faith as a Christians, uh, excuse me, as Christians different from the knowledge that demons have of Jesus? Cause they know about Jesus. They know about, they know his testimony is true. They've, they've witnessed it. Um, you know, these, these demons literally bore testimony themselves, uh, during the ministry of Christ on earth. They said, we know who you are, the son of the most high. So even they know that. And yet we don't. We know they're not going to share with us in the inheritance of Christ. So what separates us from the demons? That's a great question. Because especially in American context, we have a lot of so-called Christians uh, who may attest to the resurrect, resurrection of Christ, and yet um, we wouldn't call them Christians. And here's why: we know from the commands of Scripture, excuse me, from the words of Scripture, that if you love me, Jesus says, you will obey my commandments. Mm-hmm. And so the fruit of faith is good works. Notice, I'm not saying good works are useful towards the end of salvation. Your good works will not get you any closer to heaven than knowing Jesus is God will. Uh, your faith is proved by her deeds. Uh, wisdom is proved by her deeds. It sells elsewhere in the scripture. And so Jesus, you know, it isn't our job foremost to, to say this person's a Christian, this person isn't a Christian. So we should, I would foremost say perhaps that we ought to uh, take people at their word, uh, at least at first, when they say, I believe in the resurrected Christ. We should uh, give our brothers and sisters the benefit of the doubt. And yet we ought not to be foolish. And so uh, we need to be careful of people who would take us captive by human philosophies and empty deceit, as it says here in Colossians. And so how we can test uh, people, if it should be necessary in the context, is we need to ask, what are the fr- what is the fruit in this person's life? What's the fruit in my life? So maybe that's the most relevant question. Mm-hmm. How do I know I'm saved? I believe in the resurrection of Christ, but am I better than the demons here? Uh, I would just ask you to consider, do are you bringing fruit? And what is fruit? And, you know, the scriptures say, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, faith, self-control. James says that you should take care of the orphans and the widowed. Uh, these are relevant questions for all of us, and they're convicting for myself personally to consider. Uh, we are always to test foremost our own fruit. I think that's why Jesus said, see to it that you remove the log in your own eye before you take care of the speck in your brother's. And so 
when we're testing ourselves, and I, I want you to be encouraged as a listener, I don't want you to leave thinking, well, boy, I'm not saved because I've had a really bad month. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the long view of yourself and recognize that if you long for the face of Christ, um, then he's not finished. He's not through with you. So don't be discouraged. If you seek the face of Christ, he promises to sanctify you and to see you through uh, to complete the works he has prepared in advance for you to do. So be encouraged today. Great. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thanks for answering that question as well. Hopefully that's helpful to somebody listening um, today. And it was helpful to me just to hear hear you work through that and um, just look at what Scripture has to say to answer that as well. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast today. You can come back tomorrow and hear Andrew for his last episode with us. And, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in to 95 Truths Through Colossians.